0: It is the matt mosley show espn central texas on a friday friday night football then of course we get some college football going tomorrow but right now let's talk to dr jerry lynch is joining us one of the um sports top uh, most renowned sports psychologists and uh dr lynch it's great to to get to visit with you i love reading about you and i've heard about you for years but when you uh were mentioned in this recent ESPN story that Dave Wilson did about Dave Aranda. That, that was really remarkable, the journey you all had together and how long you've known him, and, and uh, I just thought that was so cool. So really appreciate you spending some time with me today.
1: Well, actually, Matt, uh, I've never been to Waco, and uh, <laughs> what, an oppo- what an opportunity uh, to have my voice brought into that great, wonderful community.
0: Well, and you're all the way out there, Central Texas. The Aggies can hear us in College Station, all all out there. <laughs> so uh, it's a it's a fun area. And and I tell you, I, you know, I go back to the first time Dave Aranda, uh I mean, he is different. He's a different coach. Now you've been with a lot of different personalities, and they're all unique in their own way. But Dave's about as different from any. And I've dealt with a lot of college coaches, coaches at uh, prof- NFL coaches. Dave is his own man, and uh, I, I thought it was so cool reading that story about how vulnerable he was in this story. Admitting, hey, when I was at LSU, I just kind of remained in a dark room, uh, felt like a machine. Uh, I, I, you know, to me, Dr. Lynch, that's a refreshing thing. You, I would say, most guys in the in the profession aren't exactly the most like introspective people, and it seems like that comes so naturally to Dave Aranda to kind of look inside himself.
1: Well, Matt, uh, you're absolutely right. Look, uh, Coach Aranda is an extraordinary, and I'll emphasize that word, human being. Uh, You don't meet many people who are extraordinary human beings, no less coaches. And to have a football coach with those qualities, as you mentioned, to be vulnerable uh, to be open, to be compassionate, to have a deep caring and connection with people. Uh, it almost seems like an oxymoron, like, like who is this guy? He doesn't belong here. He belongs on a mountain someplace in, uh, in Japan, uh, sitting, uh, doing meditation, right? Uh, but you know what's really interesting is I do work with a lot of top coaches, and I've had an awful lot of success with them Uh, Steve Kerr for the uh, uh, Golden State Warriors Uh, Tony uh, uh, Phil Jackson from the Chicago Bulls and LA Lakers and the list goes on I mean I I don't have time to name them all and I've been very blessed and fortunate but I'll tell you what you hit you hit the nail on the head the great coaches that I'm mentioning they all had the qualities that Dave Aranda has now they express them differently but they, you could always go to a Steve Kerr, and if he's making a mistake, he's going to tell you, you know, that's my bad. I, I blew that. I could have done better than that. And I didn't prepare you guys well. They're very open and very vulnerable. And what happens when someone's like that? You respect them. And when you respect them, what do you do? You go the distance. And that's what Dave Aranda's uh, guys did for him. They respect him, and they were willing to do anything for him. And a lot of coaches out there listening, old school, look, you've got to reconsider where you're at. If you want to have great success on the field and off the field, you've got to look at someone like a Dave Aranda and understand how he gets the most out of his players.
0: You know, I like what you say about motivation. Like coaches can't really motivate people per se. They create environments like that. And now it makes more sense when I – hear Aranda say of his quarterback, Blake Shapin that, hey, he's got to do this from inside, and it's got to be genuine. And quite honestly, we're not used to hearing coaches talk like that, you know, about leadership. And so it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, reading the story and, and about his relationship with you, some of that makes more sense now. I didn't totally understand what he was saying when he was saying Blake needs to lead from inside, and it has to be authentic, because we hear that sometimes and go, "Well, okay, so he's not going to be fake or whatever, but I think that that comes from you know sort of like deep inside you now, the environments that you talk about, creating these environments where people can become motivated right. like what what is like what does that mean exactly like what what is what is that environment? look like i mean and you've well, seen it well, with 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 a lot of coaches
1: yeah i spend a lot of time in my work working with teams i've had 115 national and uh world champion teams uh that i've worked with Now i tell you that for one reason matt uh it's it's not like uh you know this big accomplishment that i've had it's a big accomplishment that other people have had what i have done is I go into an environment, and this is what Dave does so brilliantly well. I go into an environment, and I make sure that the coaches are on board with the idea of creating a safe environment. What's a safe environment, right? Well, a safe environment is that, boy, if I screw up and I make a mistake here, the coach is going to get on my butt, and he's going to take me out of the game, and I'll never play again. That's not a safe environment. A safe environment is a coach like Dave, what he creates – is an environment where, you know, if you make a mistake, he tells you you're going to learn from that mistake. That mistake is your greatest teacher. What does that do to you? Well, it makes you not be afraid of making a mistake. And what happens if you're not afraid of making a mistake? Well, you play at a higher level. You're not tight. You're not tense. You're not tentative. You're free. You're fluid. You're flowing. This is what I mean by a safe environment. Now, there are many, many other, you know, our time is limited today, But there are many, many ways that I I create these environments with coaches, together with coaches. It's not just me. And what we do is we put it out there and get the players to be themselves, to be authentically them, and to allow them to be the best they could possibly be, not by me telling them how to be, but by by themselves telling themselves how they can be the best possible athlete on the field on that given day. So it's very, very powerful, and it it works not only in sports. It works in business. You know, it it even works in my family. I've got four kids. Uh, I create that environment, so my kids are not afraid, and uh, I get the best out of my kids because of that.
0: Uh, Talking to Dr. Jerry Lynch, renowned sports psychologist and has worked with so many people over the years, Thinking back to Dave Aranda, in this story on ESPN.com, uh, it talks about the two of y'all back in 2001 just kind of walking yeah. on the beach and and uh, talking to each other. I mean, again, extremely rare for a young coach to have been dabbling in Eastern thought, Tao, and, and Zen lessons. I mean, even for you, Dr. Lynch, did this go back to, like, when you were in college Were you already – in some of your classes, were you thinking like this and trying to learn this? Or when did you, when, when did you kind of start putting your philosophy together on all this?
1: Well, I, I was very attracted to Dave, uh, intellectually when, when I heard him talk and, and he was 20, I'm going to guess he was like 23 years old. Uh, he was way ahead of my, my time. He was way ahead of me at that age. And, uh, But I had made a lot of strides with this, and I've always been really interested in in philosophy. I was one of my minors in college. Uh, I didn't take psychology in college. I took English literature and and philosophy, went on to graduate school and got my doctorate in psychology. But Dave, when I met him on the phone and he called – uh, it really appealed to me that someone that young. He was, I think he was a graduate assistant, if I'm not wrong. Uh, is, is that correct? He was, he was a graduate assistant for for a college in Southern California, I believe. Yeah. And he's telling all these things that he had read my book, Thinking Body, Dancing Mind, and and how he wants to in, integrate that and and implement it into his system when he's coaching. And I say, well, you know, my whole purpose in work, Matt uh, I'm not about making a living. I'm about making a difference. When I see a young coach who wants to go that direction, I have a chance to make a difference. So I invited him up and, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't know where that was going to go. He spent three days up here. Yeah. You know, I, am a block from the beach. And I said, let's go down and walk on the beach and see what happens. And we went down the beach and before you know it, it was like we were in these three hour conversations about uh, motivation and how it comes from within and how uh, you can create the environment, but unless the athlete has it within himself, he's not going to be able to do it. And uh, I, I was just really amazed. And let me, let me say this too. I learned a lot from him. And uh, contrary to what he might uh, admit, uh, I was learning from him at the same time. And uh, that, that provided a good relationship. One that has, has lasted oh I guess twenty twenty some odd years, and uh, he still reads all my books. In fact, my latest book is called uh, Everyday Champion Wisdom, and he writes the forward to that book. He was the first coach, uh, football coach, that I had write a forward. Uh, you know, I've had coaches like Phil Jackson, and I've had coaches like Steve Kerr, and others write forwards. But I figured, what the heck, this guy is really right online with what I'm doing. So let me get him to write yeah. a forward. And, uh, so that was really an honor and, and privilege for me to have this kind of person, by the way, not coach, but a person to feel that way about my work and to, and to make that known. So I, I was thrilled.
0: It is interesting as Steve Kerr comes across is so different than Dave. I mean, as Steve is, Lighthearted can be very funny. Obviously, when he believes in something (laughs) from a social justice uh, angle, he will not hold back. I mean, this is a—he's a very fascinating guy who obviously has a fascinating life story. You know what he went through as a young man that I'm sure has informed uh, where he is. But I just—I just just, some of the people you've been—and—and again, Phil Jackson. All the I mean, I've read about that for years, and so it 's fascinating to me to realize that some of what maybe he was talking about, he had read from you and, and some of you and like you say, you probably learned from these guys too, but it is kind of fascinating to in our minds, we think Phil just came to all this on his own, because Phil was known in his MBA days and afterwards as being somewhat of a hippie and maybe not afraid to you know get out there and experience some things in life. And find some yeah, find yeah, some interesting yeah. places. So when, by the way, when did you cross paths with him for the first time, or 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 when did you kind of find out he was interested in in what you were talking about and writing about? Well,
1: I'm I'm a sports nut, so I follow all these people. And uh, when I was publishing uh, my book, Thinking Body, Dancing Mind, uh, he was contacted by my publisher to write a book, and uh, my publisher asked him to do a forward. And so what, what Phil did was he got to read the book. And so we had an immediate bond because what I'm writing is what he's teaching. Phil didn't just hear about this stuff from Jerry Lynch. What, what he did was he, in college, he was, uh, uh, I think a comparative religions major and a philosophy major. And his parents, by the way, were very religious, uh, he kind of considers himself a uh, a Zen Christian and uh, brings in some of the Zen with Christianity. So his parents were Christian. They were missionaries, actually, and and they traveled all over the world delivering the message of God, you know, and all of that. So he had that background. And then when he, he read my work, uh, it was very attractive to him, and we started to build a relationship to the point where... You know, he said he would get in touch with me and say, uh, this is before email. Hey, Jerry, uh, you know, uh, Scotty Pippen could really use uh, one of your books, uh, particularly this one, I uh, get a copy of it. So we go back and forth, and I'd help him with athletes. Uh, he even had Michael Jordan read a couple of my books. And uh, that's how I met Steve Kerr, because Steve was playing with uh, uh, Phil in the both, and that. Uh, Steve Kerr found out about my work, and he's he's went on to read all of my my books. Now, here's the most important thing, Matt, that you're you're bringing up that 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 your listeners need to understand. You're right, Dave Aranda is a different duck, right? Mm-hmm. Steve Kerr is very different than Dave, but Steve Kerr would say this: that's the greatness in the two of them. Dave is being Dave. Steve is being Steve. I get I get clients. I'll go into an audience, and there might be like 2,000 coaches there I'm giving a clinic to or a conference. And they'll say, I'll have a question, and they'll say, Dr. Lynch, uh, can, you, can you help me be more like Steve Kerr? And my answer is absolutely not. But I can help you be more like yourself using the, the strategies and techniques that Steve Kerr uses. I can't help you be more like Dave Aranda, but I can help you be like yourself using the strategies and techniques that Dave Aranda uses. Now, here's the connection. Dave, Steve, Phil, Anson Dorrance, Tara Vanderveer, the winningest basketball coach of all time. These people have certain characteristics across the board. They're different personalities. The most important thing your listeners, if you're a coach, need to understand is this. You need to be yourself. That's genuine that's authentic you need to be yourself Steve Kerr his power is in being himself Dave Aranda's power is in being himself now if you're not if you' if you're yourself and you don't like who you are it's not going to work you have to embrace who you are you know so so at Dave Aranda his power comes from you know I like who I am just ask him sometime he'll I like who I am. You know, I can be better and I'm going to be better and I'm going to learn and I'm going to study this stuff and grow. The nice thing about Dave Aranda is I'm me. You know, what you see is what you get. You might not like it, but I'm going to treat you fairly. I'm going to be I'm going to be kind to you. I'm going to be giving to you. I'm going to be caring. I'm going to connect with you and we're going to go the distance together. And I'm your coach and I know what I'm doing and you'll follow me. That's basically the attitude. And so that's what I see across the board with all coaches, different people, same principles.
0: Dr. Jerry Lynch, uh, renowned sports psychologist, joined the Matt Mosley Show ESPN Central Texas. The the funny thing is also Dave understands when he's got a good thing. And unlike a lot of coaches (laughs) that we see, the money go, you know, it's like the ego thing, even if they kind of think, I really probably ought to stay here. If somebody comes calling with huge money, and, a, and a, whether it be SEC or whatever, you feel like oh I've got to go, and I don't think mm-hmm. Dave is wired that way. And I mean, so many no. coaches can't fight that. And I think Dave has told no. people, hey, I I get to I can be kind of quirky and be myself uh, with this program and at Baylor. They're they're right. okay with me right. doing that. Whereas, right. you know, there might be programs that, that aren't great fits for him.
1: Yeah. I mean, he, he could have probably gone and got the job at LSU, right?
0: you am going to argue
1: that. But the thing is, maybe he felt he couldn't be himself. And not only that, but I think what, he's one of those people who's a great person. He consults with his family. He talks to his children. How do you feel about me being there? What do you, where are you most comfortable? And, and so it's, it's a family decision, just like it's a team decision when so many things happen ultimately it's his responsibility but if he's comfortable in a place like Baylor which he obviously seems to be he's not going to run he's not going to jump ship because he's gotten like 10 more million dollars or something like that he's very loyal he's very uh, uh, dependable you can count on him and uh, his intention is nothing but pure and uh, you got to love the guy for that reason
0: yeah, and also for his uh, examples like the Berenstain Bears, the Velveteen Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, we got. We have to have a laugh at that, right?
1: <laughs> well, the Velveteen yeah. Rabbit is one of my favorite books, and you know I read that to my kids. And uh, when I heard that he loved that, I said, "All right, one more reason why we're connected, right?"
0: Yeah. Great yeah. Book. It's. Great yeah. Book. It's. Yeah. And uh, obviously, he's. Uh, he feels great connection. And, by the way, when he's doing that, you know how some coaches are doing things to purposely be a little strange or or try to make people yeah. laugh? With Dave, there's yeah. no smile. Like, he's literally not trying to, like, be funny. He, he When yeah. he gives you a Berenstain Bears comment, he, he's being as serious as he could be. Like, there's nothing. Oh, yeah. he, he's not trying to amuse anybody with that information. No.
1: No, no. He's not trying to get attention or any of that. He's trying to make a point and he's trying to educate people and he sees the value. That's why, you know, with the work that I do, I mean, a lot of the thinking that goes into the work I do comes from a different part of the world. And and the thing is, when you match that with this part of the world, it kind of makes sense. And what he's looking for is something that makes sense. And he's not you know, he's not trying to be unconventional. He's not trying to be different. He's being himself. And what comes out is this wonderful human being who happens to be a great leader that people will follow and want to be a part of, of what he's creating. And he's still creating it. Uh, Baylor hasn't seen his best days yet.
0: Well, National listen, it was. Did, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Why not? You know, Scott Drew did it a couple of years ago with the basketball program. So there's no. I
1: remember that, of course. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so um, that's yeah. Uh, that's a that's a boy. You and Scott would now. You talk about two different personalities. Uh, you yeah. would have trouble getting a word in edgewise with Scott. But uh, <laughs> well, Jerry, it's uh, Doctor Lynch. It's uh, 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 really great to get to visit with you. And uh, you know, over the years, I have read a lot. I I, I love golf, and so uh, Bob Ratella and some of the sports. Uh, uh, yeah. Psychologist, yeah. I've read some of their work, but man, I, I I like how you draw from so many different areas, and uh, and so I can't wait to kind of read more of these books, and I'll look at this new one where uh, Dave Aranda's written the forward, and and try to come to Waco one of these days, and hopefully we'll be able to to visit in person.
1: Well, you know, everything is takes place in small steps. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if. Uh, if I wind up in Waco at some point uh, with Dave and and helping him out and having some fun, but uh, until then, uh, how about sending some of your listeners to uh, WayOfChampions.com? Uh, it's my website, and uh, there's a lot of fun stuff on there. And Dave, might you might even see Dave there. I forget. I'm, I'm I haven't looked at my website in a, about six months, but uh way dot and uh have a lot of fun and uh it's a great journey
0: all right dr lynch great to visit with you thanks for taking the time we really enjoyed it and continued success to you as uh as you uh you do your thing out there in the in the great west
1: wonderful thanks so much matt and, uh, you have a nice weekend
0: okay you do the same there he goes dr jerry lynch the um renowned sports psychologist and uh, who has uh, spent a lot of time with Dave Aranda, has worked with uh, Phil Jackson and uh, and Steve Kerr. And so great to get to visit with him. It is the Matt Mosley Show. The dismount is next. The Bosqueville Coaches Show with Clint Zander is brought...